everyone. Welcome back to episode six of Hallway Chatter. We're your hosts, Anthony. And Sachit. And today, we have the great privilege of talking <laughs> with Mr. Young. The very special guest. How are you, sir? Um, always fantastic. Every day is a great day. Are you, is there anything special you're up to today? Um, no, today's actually a really quiet day for me. So not many periods. I've put some time aside for you guys, so I could definitely have a chat to you. And I'm definitely looking forward to some of the questions um, and some of the topics. So hopefully your audience and your listeners do as well. Today's um, Tuesday, right? So you have a sport period as well, and that's like pretty free, right? Absolutely. So I'm definitely wearing my sports gear. I've already got a couple of comments from some students <laughs> saying I don't look like an English teacher today. <laughs> definitely like a PE teacher. Um, so yeah, looking forward to getting on the field and having some people really beat me at soccer. Like every week, basically. <laughs> okay, so just getting straight into it. Like, our first question is, what is your motivation in becoming a teacher? Pretty easy, pretty straightforward. My motivation in becoming a teacher? Well, <laughs> it's definitely not monetary, uh, because that's <laughs> not something uh, that people get into teaching for. Um, my motivation would probably be, like, if I'm being honest and serious, keeping it to real, definitely would be, like, sharing my love of literature. It's, it's something that I have always liked at university. I studied it. I did arts. Obviously, people always say, you do an arts degree. Um, but it definitely helped me with uh, my understanding of literature and sharing that. I also think, again, because English is something that is quite almost feminine in some ways, and that's not a negative thing necessarily or whatever, but often I would, was hoping to be a positive role model too and kind of role model my love for English and hoping to inspire other people doing it um and yeah getting some money on the side to losing <laughs> stocks is always something that's positive as well so that's definitely something else um but yeah it's my motivation i would say is kind of sharing a passion and love for my subject and kind of hoping that people would be interested and in i was as well kind of hoping maybe even to get some people interested in teaching because that's the reason why i did it because my teacher was fantastic at school was it was it also because you didn't do math in high school Oh, don't even get me started <laughs> on math. If anybody's listening here, like, you don't have to be great at everything because I'm basically just good at English. Um, I failed every single math test um, throughout my high school years. So if there's anybody real, true struggling out there, it's okay, guys. Math doesn't have to last forever, but English does. So just remember that English will always have to be there for you. So always focus on English. And I apologize to all the math teachers, but yeah. Can I just segue for a second since we're talking about math? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was that bad at math that I even cheated. And oh, comple oh. completely got, got to preface this, guys, because it's a student <laughs> podcast. Um, but obviously cheating is a terrible thing. And, you know, I've, I've reflected upon this experience because that's, that's an important part of the process. Um, but I was that bad at math that I had the formulas in the back of my calculator. Yeah. Um, and that didn't help. Did you not get caught? No, I did get caught. But my math teacher took it from me, looked at it, and basically shook his head and just left it there on my desk. And I think the reason why he left it there was because he knew that I wasn't going to pass anyway. Wait, wait, he just <laughs> left it. And, and mind you, give a bit of dramatic pause for a sec. Do you think I passed? Uh, I'll say yes. I didn't pass. Yeah, I knew. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm very disappointed. I, I feel like he kind of knew that I wasn't going to pass, but 
like I said, guys, since the student podcast, it's, it's an important part of the reflection process. I would not recommend <laughs> it. Um, hard work is what pays off at the end. Have you caught anyone cheating in English? Um, Surely, right? Got to keep it diplomatic, so I can't say any names, of course. Um, I wouldn't say, like, cheating, like, putting quotes at the back of a calculator like I did, because it'd be firstly strange to have... In a yeah, calculator. calculator in English, that wouldn't be great. It's like calculating your ASI while you're doing the exams. <laughs> I only do 5% of the class or whatever. Um, no, I, everyone at the school is really fantastic. I guess I have to keep it. Uh, I have to say that too because it's, wow. it's a Parramatta podcast. I can't say Parramatta it. podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. got to be very true. Sorry, that's a bit of a segue point, sir. So. so it's a bit unlucky these days because uh, nowadays in maths, we have like a formula sheet for everything. So. Yeah, I don't know. You guys, kids, you guys have it really, really good. Yeah. Um, not, not only do you have formula sheets, you've got the TikToks and the Instagrams and all that stuff. So you, you got a lot of uh, interesting things around. When I was a kid, even some teachers are going to probably like reflect on this too, but I was using MSN back in the day. <laughs> so Wait, What is that? Oh, you guys know what MSN is. <laughs> what is that? No, okay, okay. No MSN, instant <laughs> chat messaging service, um, and... You would go on after school, kind of like Instagram or Facebook or Discord or whatever. And when you would sign in, you get like a notification that comes up on your screen. Um, so you would sign in and sign out to get people's attention. So some, I would, so I'd sign in, right? And no one sent me a message. So I'm like, all right, let's try that again. So I'd sign out, sign back in. So you get notifications up there. And again, some of the teachers can probably attest to this as well. But I did sign in out a couple of times to get the attention of my crush. Oh, and uh, it was unrequited love <laughs> for the moment, though. We'll get to dating a little bit later, I think. Anyway, so that's a bit of a, a bit topic. of spice there. And um, so, what's your favorite thing about being a teacher, an English teacher? Okay, really, really good question. Ten A. Can't say anything with you guys around negative about it. Um, English. Teaching in general, I just think is really rewarding. Um, every day is a different kind of experience. Sometimes obviously good, sometimes bad, just like in any job. Um, so that's one thing I really, really love about teaching. I have done other jobs before teaching and I would always kind of gravitate or come back to this. To me, it's just every day is different. Paramount is a fantastic school. The kids here are absolutely lovely. Um, I've been to some really interesting schools over my years. Um, and yeah, I'm very happy to have given the opportunity to work here so yeah i also kind of like the progression when you teach a kid in year seven to year 12 you see them grow you see them learn and that's like one thing i really really love and english i love teaching english that i love poetry as some people probably know um some of some of the viewers probably know that as well um yeah and, and i think literature is just something that's really cool because it kind of teaches us things from the past that we can still apply to the future and it gives us a kind of a critical thinking about the world around us. That's why I specifically chose English, although trained in history as well. Because it's multifaceted. Oh, uh, yes, multifaceted. <laughs> and if I have to give some piece of advice in this podcast, if you fail to plan... You plan to fail. You plan to fail. <laughs> so make sure that you keep that in the back of your mind, viewers, or listeners, if they... I don't know if they see or hear this at the same time. Well... You said a lot of things you like about being a teacher. Is there, like, <laughs> is there anything you dislike about being a teacher? Students? Yeah, anything? teaching 10A. Oh, that's, no, that, that's a lie. That's Throwing a lie. shade. Um, I think it's just like with any job, there's always little things that kind of, you know, frustrate you or, you know, kind of, I don't know. 
What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, probably frustrate would be what I'd be going for. Um, I guess. Marky. Yes. I, I saw that coming. Thank you that you supported me with that. Cause I was trying to think, just thinking cause of the, the grades are getting bigger and the marking, yeah. the marking can really, really, really gets you. Um, particularly when you have a, a, about a hundred essays to mark and you get to 10A and you're like, oh my God, these essays <laughs> yeah. are so, so good. So <laughs> good. <laughs> no, the marking definitely, that's, that's a point that I would have to agree with. Um, apart from that, like it's a really good job. Um, as long as you're not just focused on the money, it's just, <laughs> then it's probably not the best idea. And, and do you have time in the holidays to do what you want? Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I'm very passionate about motorcycles, as some people probably know um, in the classes that I teach. So I'm very passionate about that. I always keep time for that hobby, um, going for runs and whatnot as well. But, yeah, I, I feel like I've kind of hit that work-life balance, which is, yeah, and this is, again, just something for, you know, people in general. Like, it's, it's really important, not just for people which are adults, but teenagers, to strike that work-life balance. Um, as you guys get older, towards the HSC as well, like it, get, it gets stressful, but striking that balance now <laughs> is a good idea, in my, in my opinion. And so, have you had any funny experiences as, like, an English teacher? Especially in 10 English A. Uh, yeah, I've had some funny experiences. I'm just trying to think about something that I could share on air <laughs> without without throwing names down. Um, what could I say? Oh, this is um, this was last year's year ten. Um, we're writing a descriptive narrative piece, yeah. and I'm not going to name names, but uh, <laughs> what's his name starts with T? Um, I'm sure he'll be fine for me to mention anyway. But Wait, just we're describing. No, nah, I don't think it's what you think it is. But we're describing um, like dystopias. We're writing about dystopias. And uh, the kid was describing kind of being pulled into space. And he, he described it as spaghettification because spaghettification is when something gets pulled, right? Oh, okay. And I just thought that was hilarious because the kid was reading it out and said it with a completely straight face. Spaghettification in this just like imaginative piece of writing, which I thought was hilarious. Um what else has happened? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's other things that I, I can come back to if I think about them, but yeah. that's just something that always sticks out to me as being <laughs> hilarious. Just, just completely really great piece and just random spaghettification halfway through, which I thought was <laughs> hilarious, but anyway. And how about your TED Talks, though? I'm pretty sure a lot of people know about that. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> my TED Talks. Uh, you know, I've got to impart wisdom as part of teaching. It's not just about English. It's about, you know, imparting wisdom of planning <laughs> and not planning to fail and life being multifaceted. And yeah, yeah. Well, is there anything else that's a cat? Like, if you had to attribute a catchphrase to me, apart from this idea of, you know, planning to fail, fail to plan and multifaceted, is there anything else that you would be like, that's something Sir would say or you remember? Okay, I've got a few here. I'm pretty sure. Okay. One is really? propensity. Propensity, yeah. yeah propensity oh, propensity for, for evil. evil. <laughs> All the Uniteds from past, present, and future, the propensity for evil if we do Lord of the Flies. Remember that. Go on. Ooh, it's a bit tough when I have to ask uh, the questions, eh? Probably uh, shut up, Shubron. <laughs> <laughs> or but shut up, Ruhan. I feel like... With shut up, uh, Shrivaroon, it's it's alliteration of the S. That's the reason why. Oh, I'm just trying to teach you yeah. um, some different language features and techniques with, yeah. with my catchphrases <laughs> as well. Um, How did you ruin <laughs> I really enjoyed that analysis. No worries at all. I'm always uh, happy to impart wisdom. Anything else about it? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll think of more in class. Sorry. 
You'll probably run into more. I'll come. I'll, if I think of anything, I'll segue into it. Well, is there any advice you would give to students who struggle with English as a subject? Ooh. Yeah, because I know for many people, English is not really their strongest suit. Including me myself, I don't think I'm really good at. So it. someone, oh, someone's just being a bit humble. Oh, someone's no, being, a bit being genuine. I'm being genuine. Okay, okay. Um, my biggest piece of advice, and I think people always consider it to be a cop out. And when I say a cop out, because people are like, oh, that's not going to really help. But reading, and it's not something that you'll get great at overnight. Um, I myself wasn't necessarily fantastic at English at, at school. Like I, I was, it was really much a work in progress. And because my parents would throw like, you know, Excel booklets at me, like, do this, do this. And I'm like, oh, okay, can I have help? And they're like, no, nah, you can do it yourself. So sink or swim, I guess you could say in that. But no, I, I think reading is probably the most important thing um, and getting in practice of just even journaling here and there. Um, that's a process that I still day to day. So I journal like what happens. Um, I often come up with questions in the morning of things that might happen, positive and good. Positive or negative, sorry. Um, so that way I can kind of deal with those things in the day as well. So journaling, I think is really great. Reading is fantastic. Um, but also don't be afraid of your teachers. English faculty is fantastic. So shout out English faculty. <laughs> um, and I'm sure, Mark, I'm 100% sure that anybody will be able to help if you have any questions or something. You know, Don't sit there and fall further behind. Always ask your teacher. And if you've got me, you can always ask me as well. Yeah. Well, following that question, like, any book recommendations you'll suggest to them? Some of your favorite books? Mm. Anything? So my favorite book, as people would probably know, if I've taught you from like 9, 10, 11, 12, is Oscar Wilde's The Picture of Dorian Gray. Um, it's a bit of a bit of a slog, so it's not something you can just pick up, you know, before you go to bed and be like, oh, I'm going to feel good about myself because <laughs> the book is uh, quite stressful at some points. Um, recommendations... All the stuff that I've been reading recently would be classics. So we're going to steer away from that because I can't imagine, you know, you're going to go to bed and you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to pick up a Frankenstein just before I go to sleep. I just don't think that's going to work for most. Um, I like Gwen Harwood's poetry. So I like poetry a lot um, just because it allows me to engage with interesting ideas in short periods of time. I don't really have much time to sit down and read a book. But if I had to recommend, I think Gwen Harwood's poetry is fantastic. Father and Father and Child this is one of the poems I really love. Um, I also really enjoy Tess of the Herbivals, another classic. You should read that if you haven't. And if we're segwaying away from text, because I'm a film person as well, um, Blade Runner. If you haven't seen Blade yeah, Runner, please Blade watch Blade Runner. I know it seems like a slog. It's two hours long, but it's fantastic. How about the modern one? I like Ryan Gosling. He's pretty cool. Like, he, I think he does a really good job. No, I, I still prefer the original, but Ryan Gosling is fantastic. So I feel like, yeah, either or would be a great recommendation. And so you've um, told stories about working at a motorcycle shop, I'm pretty sure. And could you tell us more about that? <sighs> this is bringing back some PTSD for me. <laughs> um, where do I start? So shout out to all the retail workers out there currently <laughs> shout out to all people working in hospitality i've gone through it as well i know what it's like um yeah so um one of my favorite experiences was i was basically working at the motorcycle place you know selling a pair of motorcycle boots to a customer and this customer had a very heavy canadian accent 
And I think some people may have heard of this story before. <laughs> yeah. And he's talking about buying a pair of boots, boots, like saying in a Canadian accent. I can't do it very well. Anyway, we're talking, I'm selling you the boots and uh, it gets to the conversation where he's starting to buy the boots. And I'm like, would you like another color in your boots? <laughs> I don't know why, I just adopted his accent. And he looked at me, I looked at him and he was like, what, what? And that was the most bizarre thing. But it gets better. If you think that's good, it gets better. So this is the reason why I don't do primary school teaching because I don't deal like dealing with little children. Children, okay. motorbikes. Children, I know, right? Like it's because when you kind of do motocross, you, they're young, they can get like a, like a dirt bike kind of thing. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, they can. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, I am basically, imagine tying someone's shoelaces. So I'm, you know the story I'm going to get to, I think. Um, so I'm tying the shoelaces and I'm looking up. And this kid would have been maybe, I don't know, four, five, and was like kind of like <laughs> sniveling, right? So I'm tying the shoelaces, doing the bootstraps and everything and looking up. And I'm like, oh, you know, is does the boots fit? And the kid's looking down. It's like, yeah, and just dribbles. <laughs> and, and it hits my forehead and... I'm not, I'm not like religious necessarily, um, but I was baptized that day um, by a, yeah, a kid basically slobbering on my head. He just went and just dribbled and hit me in the head. And at that moment in life, it was like I had a revelation. Like I said, like being baptized for the first time. And I just sat there and thought to myself, uh, no primary school, no primary school, but also I just need to go to, like, to the bathroom just to reevaluate my life, just stare in the mirror and like, who am I? <laughs> kind of thing um yeah and i feel like those are two two best experiences i've had and again some of you guys young people probably can imagine how some customers come in and they can be quite aggressive and yeah but i just you know use my charm as per usual you know, yeah. we know. everything works out fine with that did, yeah sure are you sure did that lead to any uh dating oh um we go straight into this no but I did remember I was serving a girl that I fancied. Oh. Um, yes. Um, and I did it on the sly. What I did is I, I put my phone number in the helmet box. So she bought a helmet, oh. right? <laughs> yeah. Didn't get a message. But <laughs> the most important thing is that I tried, yeah, right? The, the confidence. Um, yeah. Absolutely. The sense of, well, it wasn't really confidence. Put the phone number in the, oh, the box yeah. and she was like, what's this rubbish? <laughs> um, no, you, you got to keep it professional you know in a professional setting you're selling motorcycle gear you got to be focusing on those sales and uh, what's your favorite motorcycle sir Ooh, so i i like i'm gonna say it with a bit of an accent so i apologize ducati um i love ducati um but i also like i currently ride a triumph so i kind of like um i guess you could say the european bikes like triumph ducati um and what's the other one mv augusta I'm saying with the accent. <laughs> you gotta say those Italian names with the, the accent behind it. But yeah, as as throughout my life, I've I've owned so many different motorcycles. I've owned a lot of different uh, Japanese bikes, like Kawasaki, Honda, and whatnot. But if I had to settle today and buy one, for any motorcyclists out there that know what I'm talking about, it would be a Ducati Panigale. Oh <laughs> that would be that would be the bike that I'd go for. Currently I have a street triple. And can you bring it to school? I have a couple of times. Um never seen it no it's it's because like in the morning you get up and then you have to put all the gear on you're like do i get an air-conditioned car or do i get on a motorcycle you want to look cool right so you gotta get on the motorcycle but it's like <laughs> oh, it's too hot and too cold but i'll definitely bring it one day 
Um, well, and pocket. Where would I park it? Yeah. Um, I don't. Getting robbed. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody would. Oh, maybe. So people would go sit on it, take some pictures. I don't know where I would park it, but I'd have to. I'd probably park it like in the eye court, just in the middle, just like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like a show and shine. I'd be like, okay, come have a look. Charge yeah. people to sit on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Got to yeah. keep that entrepreneurship, keep going. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. All right. Well, speaking <laughs> of um, entrepreneurship, uh, uh, I know you're an investor, sir. <laughs> and do you have any advice for any young investors that want to get started? Oh, absolutely. So. If you would like, yeah, that's, <laughs> don't listen to any advice. Uh, I have to preface everything I say, but this is not, not financial advice, um, of course. Um, I feel like I'll be serious first and then I'll, I'll have a bit of a joke at myself. Mm. Investing, I think, is really important. Um, not to bore people, but just, yeah, you know, keep some money aside, not just for, you know, stocks or whatever it might be, but something you're interested in, maybe save up to buy something. Um, my biggest piece of advice to future investors out there, talking to you, is please do not buy things at the very top. You know the phrase you might have heard yeah, online: yeah. "Buy high, sell low." Wait, no, wait, no. Wait, buy wait, low, wait, wait, sell wait, wait. high. No, wait, buy low, sell. No, it's buy high, sell low, which is basically me because I buy at the very top and sell at the very bottom, <laughs> which means I lose money. Bitcoin, <laughs> Bitcoin. But what what days does podcast come out? Do you think? Like, like 25th. Okay, but before oh, the end of October. Yeah. All right, guys, write in your diary. Three years from now, Bitcoin will be above $60,000 at least. And if not, then I'm just going to... I, I don't think I can recount any English period where you've had like, you've come in, you've come, had one period <laughs> where you've been like, today's a good day on my stocks. Yeah, um, I, I feel like it's just, it really, it's like, what's the word I'm looking for? Investing through a period of time like this, just it, it makes you appreciate the small things in life. You know, you walk down the street and you see like a butterfly and you're like, ah, butterflies are beautiful. And then you look at your phone, you're like, ah. Look at them stocks. Look at them stocks. <laughs> but it does make you appreciate the small things in life. I think it's an important thing. Okay, on to our final main topic. Oh, no. A very popular one. The one I'm mo most excited yeah, for. same. Oh. It's your dating life. <laughs> so get us started. Like, how has it been going on for the past couple years i can tell <laughs> Probably <past> decade. <laughs> Ooh, um some some uh some shade being thrown there anthony <laughs> i'm sorry sir it's <laughs> okay i accept apology um let me think to all the ladies and gentlemen out there at the moment you know there's always someone that's out there and it might take as anthony said <laughs> 25 years um no. but it might take some time but the most important thing is that you're thinking about the best person for you, right? That's the most important thing. Um, if you think personally about my life, I've just got to be focused on my profession, you know what I mean? Like it's, teaching is just so much more important than developing a relationship. It's just, that's just the be all end all for me right now, you know? It's got to focus on bring home all that extra money to invest into stocks, basically. Stage one denial. So yeah, I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you said you called me out on my BS. But then you use the stocks to build a family. Mm, so that's an interesting question. I can't imagine myself having a family. Oh, really? No, yeah. Oh, wow. No way. Like, oh, I didn't expect that. No, obviously people's experiences in time change with, you know, as they get older and whatnot. Although I'm, I'm getting a, a little <laughs> bit older. I don't know, I can't see myself having a family. It's because of the kid. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because of, yeah, the being baptized <laughs> so early, um, I guess kind of gave me a revelation. But I also did... Uh, 
do some primary school teaching for a little bit. Actually, no, not primary school teaching, but it's a bit of a segue, so I apologize if you've got time. Um, so when I went to university, I decided that I want to do a couple of things. I originally started with law, then I looked at psychology for a little bit, and psychology was my kind of segue or my pathway into teaching because we did like childhood psychology and whatnot. Um, but I wanted to do primary school teaching, funny enough. So I originally enrolled in primary school teaching. And I think this is another reason why I don't want a family or any children. <laughs> Firstly, because they're little demons, but anyway, that's just an aside. Um, but it was the first tutorial. So tutorial, for those people that aren't sure what it is, is basically like a classroom. You have a, a tutor, like a teacher, and um, you do like practical activities and stuff like that at, at uni. So you guys, when you go to uni or anybody that's listening, you go to tutorials and lectures. Anyway, so I was at a tutorial and this was a primary school one and it was my first tutorial. <laughs> this is no shade to primary school teachers out there. You do a fantastic job. My tutor gets up. She's like, all right, guys, now it's time to do a dance. And she's like, let's just do a dance of any kind. So it's really bizarre, right? So the first guy would get up and be like, and the other guy would do the macarena, got to me and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go, <laughs> and I literally <laughs> took myself and walked myself down to the the place where you like you sign up for different courses, and then changed it to um, English and history teaching in <laughs> secondary so school. So that was just the breaking point. Yeah, yeah, I just thought to myself, no, nah, I ain't gonna dance. No one's no, gonna make me dance. But we saw that TikTok. Oh, well, oh, that did that, that was amazing. I'm glad that we. That that's it. Amazing. That's a perfect segue point. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I am um, somewhat uh, famous online uh, for dancing. Uh, that's pretty cool. I think it had quite a few views actually. It was that, yeah, it actually yeah. blew up. 60,000 or something. So I've got, I'm developing some clout now, which I'm pretty happy. You're gonna go become a dancer now. Yeah, might pay better than teaching too. Yeah, go back <laughs> to psychology. Sorry? I'm um, going back to psychology. Oh, uh, yes. The reason why I wasn't very good at psychology is because you had to do statistics mm. as part of psychology. And that's math. math. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> math. Nothing more can be said about math. Like. I, Power to all the math teachers out there. It's a fantastic subject. Doing a great job. I just slipped through the cracks, man. <laughs> Terrible at math. And statistics numbers stress me out. That's why I speak in metaphors and similes. <laughs> all right, so, so we're going to play this game. Mm -hmm. We want to know how well you know our Generation Z slang. <laughs> so we'll give you a bunch of words, and you have to see if you can define it as the English teacher, you know? Okay. So these are slang and I have to give you basically what I think they mean. Yeah. Okay. Are you just going to give me any context behind or just the words? Just the word. Just the word. Okay, like okay, okay. Weird. You want the definition? Well, not the definition, not sorry. The oh. sentence. In a sentence. In a sentence. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so no oh. cap. Oh, ah. Like, look, correct me if I'm wrong, but like no cap, like you say if something positive is happening, right? Like it's a positive thing. Like, oh, you give me the look like I'm wrong. Like, I feel like, like when I think about no cap, I just think about Ruhan walking through the room, but like no cap, as he kind of walks <laughs> yeah. through. So like, I thought that means something good, but am I wrong? Yeah, like I think you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> thanks, man. You didn't even put me down subtly. He's just like, nah, you're wrong. Nah, I won't give yeah. that. Okay, can I try again? Try again, yeah. try again. Okay. What does right. cap mean, just by itself? I mean- If someone says that's cap. Like, is since you said it's not positive, that means it's, Bad. <laughs> so like no cap would be like that's that's not good. <laughs> like, that, that. I'm thinking about cap. I'm thinking like capsules. <laughs> no. I mean, let's put it in a sentence. Let's just okay. say, um, He's, that's cap. All right. Ruhan is, Ruhan is stronger than Mr. Young. 
and we can we would say that that's cap. Okay, so that's like a lie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See now that <laughs> makes sense. Why is Ruhan's randomly walk through like that's cap? Or maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just don't listen to Ruhan in, in general, so that's probably the reason why. Yeah, fair enough. All right, no cap. Got that one. All right, how about? I think this is one you can use into your next dates. <laughs> Shorty. <laughs> how would you pronounce it? I'm not saying. I don't yeah. say it. Shouty. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that comes to, like I, I think I know what it is, but the thing that comes to mind mostly when I think about Shorty is like that song. Shorty is like a memory <laughs> in my head. You, you, yeah, yeah. The audience knows the song that I'm talking about. A Shorty is like you know your girlfriend, like or like yeah. someone you're interested in, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's one right. Ooh. One out of two. Okay. 50% math. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Next one is my personal favorite. Wham. <sighs> I should know this. We did this in this. class. This. Wham is positive. Yeah. Like if, if someone says that's wham, it's like a positive thing. Like that's, that's great. That's cool. That's fantastic kind of thing. Is that half? Like uh, I can imagine someone be like walking in, like, I don't know, describing one of my lessons. You're like, that's wham. Like that's, or am I just using yeah. it? To be honest, we don't actually use it to like the correct meaning. It's, it's multifaceted. Oh yeah. God. So what does it mean? So we'll give you a sentence and you can- All right, uh, all right, go for it. So uh, Mr. Young is kind of wham. Uh, no, we'll change it to- Kinda? No, Mr. Yusuf is wham. So is it describing, can it be used to describe anything? You know, throw some English terms like a, a noun? Can it be just used to describe a noun in general? I think it's an yeah. adjective, yeah. Okay. Um, Again, like someone that's cool, like someone that's like hip. I don't know. Maybe hip is an old term. I don't know. But like that's what <laughs> that I would think about when. Am I wrong? I would say it's wrong. Again. <laughs> I love how he just like, he just comes in the microphone. That's wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> so what is it? Tell me, tell me. Uh, uh, muscular or big in figure. Oh, okay. That's so that's why no one. It. Okay. Now I get it. That's why no one would describe me as when. Uh, I'm not uh, gonna say no one's gonna say anything. Like I that. think that's why we said kinda wham. Oh, okay, I appreciate that. Yeah, okay, I get you, gotcha, gotcha. If someone's a fam, what are they like? Fam, yeah, like a friend. Someone's like, yeah, yeah fam. Yeah, like, yeah. what's up, fam? Like, it's a group. Of, like, you're yeah. friends. You're like, you're, you're homies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. too right. That's too yeah, right. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. This one. This one's a popular one. Our audience might like this one. Uh, slay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can be used in different contexts, right? Uh-huh. Like slay is like, you're doing a really good job at something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Like if you slay in the English exam, it's like, cause you got really good mark. If, if you slay in something else, like you've done something really good. Yeah. You've yeah. achieved something, you've slayed. Correct. Yeah. yeah, good job, sir. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, if something's <laughs> busting, what is it? Busting. A busting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I don't know, you want to go to the toilet if they're busting? What do you mean? So say it again. Patrick, can you say it? I'm gonna busting? Yeah. Busting. Is it, bu- yeah. it busting? 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 Yeah, busting. Like, wheels on the bus go around, like <laughs> busting? Uh, yeah, you can say that. Now, have you not seen B- those TikToks? B-U-S-S-I-N. I mean, I don't have TikTok. So that's the one thing I had. A, people had to show me the video that I was in. Busting. <sighs> Is it in a sentence? Because otherwise I'm just thinking about bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, wait, hold on. It's okay. What would be a good sentence? I had this, like, crazy fast food. It was kind of busting. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, my God. Firstly, that was a beautiful uh, beautiful sentence, I'm Anthony. I'm um, 
like not like good, like kind of funky. Incorrect. <laughs> all right, Jesus. Okay, all right, all right. Yep. But okay, so if something is bussin, say, so and you use it to describe food, usually food. Yeah, usually food. I would say yeah. Okay, something that's funky, strange, different. Didn't like it very much. It's kind of like the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> it's literally the opposite. Uh, <laughs> so you could use that next time. Similar to Cap, though, right? No, Cap was muscular. No, no, Cap was Cap was lying. <laughs> lying yeah. Cap was lying. What was the one that we said was good? Do we muscular was wham? Oh, wham! And Cap is good. Like Cap is like. No, Cap means you're lying. No, Cap means Ooh. not lying. I'm showing my age clearly. <laughs> okay, uh, low key or high key? Well, let's just stick to low key. Yeah, if something low key. is low key, low key is like just on the down low. Like if if someone's low key, I would say <laughs> they're a, a, a Norse Norse myth, myth uh, god. Loki. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, and the fact that like Anthony's just deadpan staring at me, he's just like, what is this that guy on about? Um, if something is low key, yeah, they're a Norse god. Um, no, if something is low key, it's it's understated, right? Like if, if someone is low key, it's like <sighs> What if an opinion's low key? If it's not a, it's not popular. It's not as popular as high key. Like if something is I think about something low key being yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like low keys, yeah. Like if yeah, something yeah. is low key, it's not as popular. It's on the down low. Yeah. That's what I would say. Yeah. And high key would be something that's popular, people like, yeah. and it's like mainstream, I guess you could say. Yeah. 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 So I think you use this one a lot. If oh. someone's a Chad or a Google <laughs> Chad, what are they? A Chad um, is somebody that is, I guess you could say, stereotypically very masculine, right? Someone that's a Chad kind of. Um, like this can be applied to obviously anything, but yeah. yeah, it's like if someone's a chat at something, they do something really, like they're really good at it. Like the people want to aspire to be like them. Chad could be in English, you could be in weightlifting, whatever. And a giga chat is like taking it to the next level. <laughs> like getting, yeah, yeah, looking, yeah. Any teacher examples of a giga chat? A giga chat at the school, I can't nominate myself, can I? No, but I would nominate Mr. Yule. Okay, good, good. Yeah. We have some people that nominate me. A giga chad. Hmm. Miss Joel would be a giga chat, I think. Michelle. Yeah, Michelle, absolutely. So hopefully she's listening to this as well. <laughs> so she can refer to herself as a giga chat one day. Ah, uh, she will. Um, who else would I call a chat or giga chat? Hmm. Pretty much every teacher. Yeah, thanks yeah, for saving me that awesome. one. <laughs> I do appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I would agree every with that. Time is different. Yeah. Built, different. Built different. Built different if you want to answer yeah. that one. Um, I know it. Just give me a sec. If something is, if someone is Built different. It's like, oh, I know this as well. <laughs> I know it. Young kids and you lingo. and <laughs> If someone's built different, it's like, it's it's another way of saying something positive about them. Like, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they stand out. If someone's built different, like if you're referring to English, they're built different because they do really well at something. Yeah, I think. yeah. That's, that's basically it. <laughs> no, I, I just I just find it crazy that we're like a generation apart and all the slang's different already. I know, like when I think about the slang that I use. All right, now I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna ask you some slang questions and see if you can get that. Okay, okay, oh, okay. So this is off the cuff as well. Like I have to remember this. So I'll use it in a sentence for you as well. Chat, like if you're referring to something that's chat, what would you say that could possibly be? If that's chat, like it's cool. I'm not oh, no, no, it. if that's chat, like that's. I think that's like disappointing or something. 
Like, oh, uh, the tables have turned, haven't they, gentlemen? Wait, if that's chat, that's if like, something is chat, you would describe it as being disgusting. Like that's oh, chat would yeah. be disgusting. Oh, yeah. oh my god, this is in like term two, and we already forgot it. I know, right? <laughs> Same with me with the slang that you guys did. What else was there? Um, I'm just trying to think. What's the four one one? Is there anything else that I could possibly do? No, that's all I can think of at the moment. But if you want to describe anything as disgusting, just use that chat. I think that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Young. No worries at all. It's a pleasure to talk with you. It's always a pleasure <laughs> to chat. And hopefully some people find this interesting. An insight into the life of Mr. Young. Hopefully thank you me. don't get fired. Nah, hopefully <laughs> not. I'm, yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening to my speech. Yeah. <laughs> Hope the stocks go up. <laughs> thank you very much. Okay. Yeah, thank you, sir. No worries. See ya.